Greetings and welcome, first time and regular listeners, to the latest episode of It's Time for Prayer. May this episode, the 54th, in the podcast series, be a blessing to you all. Please share the podcast series with others. Be a blessing to someone else. May you hear from God through the messages. Amen. May God richly bless you all in a very special way as you listen and are ministered to today. May God use you and I in an extraordinary way. May he restore you and all concerning you. It is such a wonderful honour and privilege to serve God. The Bible says in Psalms 33, 21, For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Are you trusting God, dear listener? God is magnificent and far greater than our minds can ever truly comprehend. Isaiah 55 verses 8 to 9 reminds us, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The Bible says in Proverbs 16:9, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs 3, 6 says, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. May God direct your steps, dear listener. Psalms 55, 22 says, He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. There may be testing times ahead situations that may try to move you and shake you but stand strong in the Lord our firm foundation amen God holds the keys and he will make a way for you and I Isaiah 40 31 reminds us but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint. Today's message is called Counting the Cost. What comes to mind, dear listener, when you hear those words, Counting the Cost? It reminds me of something that we have to measure, self-evaluate, consider, weigh up, decide or pay. Counting the cost. Jesus said in Luke 14, 28, For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? There may be things that need rebuilding in your life, some unfinished business, because you did not count the cost. We may evaluate the meaning in many different ways, but at some point in our lives, whatever reason it may be, we will all count the cost. We are reminded 
to trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Psalms 37.3 Are you trusting in the Lord? Psalms 47.8 reads, God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The one who sits on his throne observes all. God wants you and I to make right decisions. He wants us to count the costs, to use wisdom in the choices we make. Have you been counting the cost? Jesus Christ reminds us in Luke 14.33, So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Counting the cost of something can come in various ways and it certainly is not only about money. We learn this from Achan in the book of Joshua. Joshua 7.21 When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian garment, 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and took them. And there they are hidden in the earth, in the midst of my tent, with the silver under it. What are the costs of the decisions you have made or are making? Are you counting the cost? Proverbs 9.9 says, Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Joshua instructed the children of Israel with specific instructions, the do's and don'ts which had consequences if you failed to obey the commandments. Proverbs 14.13, also repeated in Proverbs 16.25, says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Achan took and hid that which was forbidden, the accursed thing. Know your source, dear listener. How many of you know that some things can bring death and must never be part of your possessions? The forbidden, the stolen, the accursed, or things that just belong to God. Joshua gave the children of Israel specific instructions concerning the devoted things. Just as God has given us his word, his commandments, to instruct and direct us from harm. Achan knew the consequences, yet he yielded to temptation, to covetousness, and made the wrong choice. Greed will snare you. A willful choice that brought trouble in the camp. Don't let possessions possess you, dear listener. In chapter 7, verses 10 to 13, read, The Lord said to Joshua, Stand up. What are you doing? Down on your face. Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant, which I commanded them to keep. 
They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen. They have lied. They have put them with their own possessions. That is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and they run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Go consecrate the people. Tell them, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. There are devoted things among you, Israel. You cannot stand against your enemies until you remove them. Covetousness, greed, red-eye, green-eyed can destroy you and others if you allow. Have you counted the cost? Joshua 7.21 says, When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian garment, 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and took them. And there they are, hidden in the earth, in the midst of my tent, with the silver under it. The Bible says in Hosea 10.12, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. Achan did not count the cost of his actions. The Bible says in Daniel 2.22, He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness, and light dwells with him. Achan's actions displeased the Lord, and brought destruction to his family, his clan, all wiped out, stoned to death, and burnt in the fire. What a deadly price to pay. Do you have accursed treasures in your camp? God is watching and waiting on you, dear listener. The Bible says in Galatians 6, 7, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Let's read Joshua's instructions to the children of Israel. Joshua 6, 17-19 reads, The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall be spared, because she hid the spies we sent. But keep away from the devoted things, so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. Otherwise, you will make the camp of Israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. Are you considering your actions and counting the cost? Have you brought trouble to your camp?
Have you put your wants above God's commands like Achan? Have you broken covenant with God? Have you counted the cost? Proverbs 6.23 says, For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Are you living the life, a good life, an honest life, in the camp of the Lord, or wherever your camp may be? We read in Joshua 7.1, But the Israelites were unfaithful in regard to the devoted things. Achan, son of Carmi, the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of them. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel. One man's actions made God's anger burn against a nation. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel. When God's light shines in a place of darkness, it will bring exposure. May God's light outshine and expose every darkness hidden in our lives in order to save us. Amen. Psalms 10.4 reads, In his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.13, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Achan did not count the cost of his actions. God wants you and I, dear listener, to evaluate our decisions. Not counting the costs may not always lead to destruction and death, but it may save you much in the long term. Are you hiding things in your camp? The camp may be your heart. Achan knew where the treasures were hidden. He must have thought about it daily, knowing what he had done. God told Joshua in chapter 7, verses 11 to 13 and verse 15, Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant, which I commanded them to keep. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen. They have lied. They have put them with their own possessions. That is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Go consecrate the people. Tell them, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. There are devoted things among you, Israel. You cannot stand against your enemies until you remove them. Whoever is caught with the devoted things shall be destroyed by fire along with all that belongs to him. 
he has violated the covenant of the Lord and has done an outrageous thing in Israel. Achan was destroyed because of his actions, which destroyed his family. May God deliver you and I from every temptation of sin. James 4, 7 says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Counting the cost. Psalm 69, 5 says, You, God, know my folly. My guilt is not hidden from you. Achan violated some of the commandments. The eighth, thou shalt not steal. The ninth, thou shalt not bear false witness. No lying. Tenth, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. May the Holy Spirit remind us to count the cost. God was angry with Israel. Achan stole the forbidden treasure. He hid it, covered it up, hidden in dirt, in the ground, in a low place, underground, hidden in darkness, in secret, in his tent, or so he thought. God wants to deliver you and I from every hidden dark secret. The light has come today. Will you allow God to shine his light on your darkness, exposing every accursed thing? Jesus said in Matthew 6 verses 20 to 21, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. When confronted, Achan confessed his sin to Joshua, the reality of his choices. Joshua 7, 20-21 reads, Achan replied, It is true, I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel. This is what I have done. When I saw in the plunder a beautiful robe from Babylonia, 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted them and took them. They are hidden in the ground inside my tent with the silver underneath. Verses 22 to 26 reads, So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran to the tent, and there it was hidden in his tent, with the silver underneath. They took the things from the tent, brought them to Joshua and all the Israelites, and spread them out before the Lord. Then Joshua, together with all Israel, took Achan, son of Zerah, the silver, the robe, the gold bar, his sons and daughters, his cattle, donkeys and sheep, his tent and all that he had to the valley of Achor. Joshua said, Why have you brought this trouble on us? 
The Lord will bring trouble on you today. Then all Israel stoned him. And after they had stoned the rest, they buried them. Over Achan they heaped up a large pile of rocks, which remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his fierce anger. Therefore that place has been called the Valley of Acre ever since. Achor means trouble. Achan buried in the Valley of Trouble as a reminder of his actions. Achan tried to cover up his loot, but instead was covered with a large pile of rocks exposed by God where nothing is hidden. You may be like Achan or have an Achan or some sort in your family. Sin and cover up, stolen goods and God's anger is burning against us. Search the camp. Destroy the accursed thing among your possessions. Jesus said in Luke 14, 27, And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. God wants us to crucify daily the things that need to die, the things that will bring death. Jesus wants to save us. A family wiped out, stoned and set on fire, afflicted because of Achan, who did not count the cost. Joshua said to Achan in chapter 7, verse 25, Why have you brought this trouble on us? The Lord will bring trouble on you today. Then all Israel stoned him. And after they had stoned the rest, they buried them. God wants to deliver you from the accursed thing, dear listener. He wants you to count the cost and save you and your household from destruction, from unnecessary loss. God wants to deliver you from the spirit of Achan, of greed and covetousness, from death and destruction. In the life of King David, there were times he also failed to count the cost and reaped serious consequences that had implications for others as well as himself. His affair with Bathsheba led to death, death of her husband Uriah and death of their child conceived in adultery, giving torment to David's soul deception, infidelity and corruption. King David repented and cried out to God as a result of his affair with Bathsheba. In Psalms 51 verses 1 to 4, he was repentant. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. 
for I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. God will always send a word to give you a warning, dear listener, before wipeout. God sent the prophet Nathan to address the sin in David's life. 2 Samuel 12 verses 9 to 15 and verse 18. Why have you despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? You have killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword. You have taken his wife to be your wife and have killed him with the sword of the people of Ammon. Now therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up adversity against you from your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor. And he shall lie with your wives in the sight of this son. For you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel, before the son. So David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. However, because by this deed you have given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also who is born to you shall surely die. Then Nathan departed to his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David. And it became ill. Then on the seventh day, it came to pass that the child died. Are you counting the costs, dear listener? King David and Achan's sin did not go unpunished. There are serious consequences when we fail to walk in wisdom in obedience to God. On a more encouraging note, we see how King David made a good decision after a poor choice when he called for a census in Israel, which God did not approve. His decision cost him and the children of Israel dear. David had to count the costs and had to choose his punishment. 1 Chronicles 21.14 reads, So the Lord sent a plague on Israel, and 70,000 men of Israel fell dead. David later made atonement for his error by honouring God with a sacrifice that cost him something. David was told by God to purchase land from Aroana, a Jebusite, who offered to give him the land for free. But David understood that a free gift is not your sacrifice. It must come from you, from your sweat, and not from a gift freely given from another. 
a gift that costs you nothing is not a sacrifice unto the Lord. I'm talking about counting the cost. First Chronicles 21, 24 to 26 says, But King David replied to Aruna, No, I insist on paying the full price. I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. So David paid Aruna 600 shekels of gold for the site. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called on the Lord and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of burnt offering. What are you giving as a sacrifice and offering to the Lord? Did it cost you something like King David? 1 Chronicles 21 verse 26 says, David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called on the Lord and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of burnt offering. Are you counting the costs for God to answer you by fire? Jesus Christ also counted the costs for you and I. Hebrews 12 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Maybe today you are counting the costs like Achan and David and you want to make atonement for your sin that you have committed to stop the plague to stop death in your camp let us pray Father today I thank you for allowing me to count the costs to reflect on the things that I have done wrong in disobedience to your commands I repent for lying, stealing and cheating others and for trying to cover up my wrongs, my hidden sin. Thank you for dying for me, to save me from the penalty of sin and death, separation from you. I ask you today, Lord Jesus, to forgive me, cleanse me from all unrighteousness and fill me with your Holy Spirit. I believe you are the Son of God who died for me. I invite you into my life to be my Lord and Saviour as I count the cost today. Lead me daily in your righteous ways. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And should you wish to know more about inviting Jesus Christ into your life or you want to lead someone else to the Lord, Go to Salvation Prayer, found in episodes 22, 33 or 44, where I will explain and pray with you there why we need Jesus to save us. Remember, Colossians 3.17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, 
do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Dear listener, count the cost. It comes with a price. Take care and we'll speak again real soon. Bye for now. God bless.